Welcome back to Key Messianic Prophecies, a podcast brought to you by Telios, a private 501c3 nonprofit foundation dedicated to the research and accurate teaching of the Bible founded by Bill and Jeanette Stewart. On this episode, we will take a look at Messianic prophecy in the book of Ruth. Now, to begin, uh, understanding the Messianic overtones of Ruth is really helped by having a good understanding of the overall storyline of the Old Testament. Ultimately, the Old Testament thrusts towards Messiah, and as we've looked at already, we see that a, a Messianic expectation has been building from the very beginning of the story uh, with Genesis 3.15. Uh, we have come to understand that God has begun to Uh, work in history, his dealings with characters like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, their descendants, including people like Moses, it it all sort of uh, unravels in the context of working toward this messianic figure who is going to undo all the damage that was done way back in Genesis. Now when we come to the book of Ruth, uh, the story up to this point has seen God deliver the children of Israel from Egypt and uh, return them to the land of Canaan, originally promised to Abraham and his offspring. And the people have had to fight to secure the land. They have disobeyed God and they have had trouble keeping the land unto themselves uh, as punishment. And God has uh, had to uh, raise up these people called judges who deliver them time after time. Well, as we get to the book of Ruth, we sort of jump away from the big sweeping story and the geopolitics and the land and focus in on a very specific family of Israelites. Now, this family has left the land behind and traveled to Moab. So they have left the promised land and they are now in Moab. And this is due to a famine that was in the promised land and very much like Abraham did, Rather than rely on God to provide for them in the middle of the famine, uh, this family has decided to try its hand at surviving elsewhere. Uh, Abraham goes to Egypt, this family goes to Moab, uh, and they're going to try to survive among the pagan Moabites who follow the god uh, Chemosh. Now, if we have read our Bible carefully up to this point, we'll remember that God specifically instructed Israel to never seek Moab's refuge or peace and prosperity. And that's back in Deuteronomy chapter 23, verses 3 through 6. The Israelites and the Moabites have had a very shaky history. Yet the family nevertheless disobeys God and goes to Moab, resulting in the death of the family's head, their patriarch, Elimelech. Now, in an effort to preserve the family lineage, his two sons choose to marry two Moabite women named Ruth and Orpah. And this has already been forbidden by God in Deuteronomy 7, verses 1 through 3. So, just like Elimelech, they keep disobeying the law. And as a result, the two sons are killed as well. So now, only Elimelech's widow, a woman named Naomi, uh, is she is uh, stranded in Moab, and there is only Ruth and Orpah, her daughters-in-law, who are with her. So the story then unfolds that after God restores food to the land of Israel, Naomi sets out to return home, accompanied by Ruth. And back in Bethlehem, 
Ruth meets a man named Boaz, who's a very good man, whom Naomi makes a very big deal about, and they ultimately marry and have a child. Now, uh, that is where the conventional scene-by-scene story ends. And taken by itself, it's a little bit of a head-scratcher. If you remember back in episode 5, we talked about uh, Judah and this very interesting story with Tamar, his daughter-in-law. And as you read the book of Genesis, the story of Joseph is sort of interrupted to tell you about this very strange account where uh, Judah sort of does the wrong thing and his daughter-in-law, Tamar, uh, who has lost her husband and then lost her husband's brothers, sort of takes matters into her own hands to secure a child in Judah's lineage, and she does it through Judah himself. Well, it's, it's very similar to Ruth in that both stories seem to interrupt the broader narrative and then have very little to do with anything after that. However, the story of Judah and Tamar is actually very similar to the story of Ruth and Boaz, not just in apparent randomness. In fact, what we find as we read both of these stories is that the child born to Judah and Tamar, named Perez, as well as the child born to Ruth and Boaz, named Obed, are incredibly important when following the promised messianic seed of Genesis 3.15, because the book of Ruth does not end with her child, it ends with a genealogy. And this genealogy that closes the book actually ties the child of Judah and Tamar, to Boaz. The closing of the book actually jumps back to Perez, Judah and Tamar's son. And the genealogy shows that Boaz is actually a descendant of Perez and therefore Judah. And the child that Ruth and Boaz have, named Obed, is revealed to be the father uh, of David's father. Uh, a very important, and David is a very important biblical figure that we are about to meet in the very next book of the Bible. So, remember the prophecy that Jacob gave regarding Judah. The messianic expectation has been set regarding Judah's lineage. The book of Ruth, in its closing moments, actually shows how this Gentile Moabite woman, Ruth, ends up a key ancestor in the Messiah's lineage instrumental in the foundation of the Davidic dynasty, the kingly line through which Messiah himself will come. The New Testament writers recognized the importance of the messianic expectations put forth in Ruth, as Matthew himself includes in his genealogy of Jesus, at the very opening of his gospel, Ruth herself. Matthew recognized and even utilized the genealogy found uh, at the end of the book of Ruth to show how the descendants of Perez lead to Boaz and how Boaz's descendants lead to David and how ultimately David leads to Christ the Messiah. And that is a, a very brief look at the messianic significance of the book of Ruth in the Old Testament. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Key Messianic Prophecies. On the next episode we will pick up the story of David and we will be discussing the Davidic Covenant.